Hey beautiful, you are listening to More Than a Crown where you will learn, feel understood, and be encouraged alongside believer, child advocate, ice cream connoisseur, and former Miss USA, Sarah Rose Summers. On today's episode, we are interviewing the one and only Haley Colborn, known for being Miss Teen USA 2018 from the great state of Kansas in the Midwest. She is also an almond butter lover and a freshman at Princeton University, soon to be a sophomore. How crazy is that? Um, it's kind of scary, like time is moving very quickly. <laughs> it does move quickly. How how are you feeling with you did take on your freshman year of college and being Miss Teen USA at the same time? It's definitely been a growing experience and a challenge. Um, I've called my mom a lot <laughs> for just like moral support. Um, I've had a lot of stress cries, but I feel like I've been I've become really great about just like organizing my time and my energy and prioritizing like the things that I'm passionate about and also just making time for myself to like decompress. But I think the biggest challenge is actually going to be the final competitions themselves just because they fall like smack dab right before finals. Mm. But um, like the staff and my professors so far are all being really understanding. So We'll see what happens. (laughs) That's really good. Now, I know you mentioned you have had some stress cries and called mom and had to learn how to prioritize or decompress. Can you give any tips you have for that to our listeners? Mm -hmm. Um, I think you just have to know what works for you. For example, I am very old-fashioned. Like, I have a written planner, and I buy it, but then I, like, divide it into sections based on class, and then I color code, like – time, place, event. Name. I did the same thing. <laughs> when so, you're busy, you have to plan. Yeah. And then the times when you need to like decompress really important for me, it's like on weekends, maybe I'll just like eat chocolate and watch Netflix for a couple hours. You know, <laughs> like you, you gotta do what you gotta do. I know you read a lot too. So for you, is that, is that a way you decompress or is that something that is at this point, since you're in school, are you getting to read for pleasure or mostly for school? Definitely mostly for school. Um, If I do read, it's while I'm on a break. Like, I just had um, spring break, and I got to read The Last Tycoon by F. Scott Fitzgerald, which was so much much fun and so refreshing compared to, like, the dance reading I've had for school. But it's, like, whenever I'm not reading for classes, which you easily can get, like, between all of your classes, like, 200-plus pages a night – um, that's crazy. I'm ready to just like sit down and watch a show. I don't really have to pay attention to mm-hmm. more of that mind numbing. <laughs> yeah. I totally get that. Or just like sit there for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell listeners about any experiences this year you've had, whether that's your first time maybe having trouble in academics? I know you really succeeded in high school and it's been more of a more of an effort at Princeton. Mm-hmm. I was definitely expecting. The academic difference, um, Princeton is not only extremely difficult, but it's, like, known for being the most difficult out of all of the Ivy Leagues. And, like, the average Princeton GPA is significantly lower than all of the others. So I came in, like, not expecting to make straight A's. But um, for me, instead of just trying to get good grades, which I do, like, try my hardest in classes and, like, go to office hours and talk to my professors, um, I'm more on a journey of just, like, trying to figure out what I'm passionate about and what I can do after these four years that – makes me feel like I'm doing something good for the world, but it's also fulfilling for myself. Mm-hmm. And how has being Miss Teen USA played into all of those decisions? 
I feel like, and this is something you can definitely attest to, like it's such an eclectic job. <laughs> like, yes, we go to Fashion Week, but we also do work with like best buddies and mm-hmm. smile train. So for me, it's showed me that like, while the, the more glamorous side is definitely fun, my heart's definitely settled into the more like service oriented side. Absolutely. So for me, like I don't always prefer to be the center of attention. And sometimes I like to just take a few steps back and feel like I'm contributing to like a larger project or picture. Mm -hmm. So for me, like while I like being in the spotlight, I definitely want to find like internships and opportunities where I can be more hands-on and like service oriented in the next few years Mm -hmm. instead of just like being the face of something. And I think that's why you're so good at everything because it's that main why and the why Mm -hmm. isn't so that your face can be plastered on fashion week. The why is how can you be helping others to make it a long, long long-term impact, you know, and you're great at that. And that's, that's the why. And that's also what played into you winning Miss Teen USA because the other stuff, the glamorous things you mentioned, those are all cherries on top. Mm -hmm. And so I know with this podcast launching, we'll be having a lot of current title holders that will be competing for Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, or even their state pageants listening. So, I mean, I would love to just be able to give them some advice on what their why should be or how they can find their why. Do you, how did you find yours being a teen in high school? How did you find what you enjoyed and what you were passionate about, how you could give back? I, in terms of that why, um, really give a lot of thanks to my family just because, like, I grew up volunteering and I grew up um, being taught that, like, doing things for other people wasn't just for show. It was, like, you wanted to help other people. Like, my father would always bring my brother and I to, like, Special Olympics tournaments and we'd volunteer Hmm. from when I was, like, seven and like barely understood what the organization was or um my family used to like monthly go to this church and like serve breakfast to the homeless community and it was especially the projects like those two it was such a direct like you see the impact of what you're doing right there and for me um it was just that feeling of like wow like I'm helping someone and I don't have to like wait to see it like they're right here And what I'm doing is like making their day or their life just a little bit better. So I think just growing up with that kind of mindset has stayed with me and followed me to where I'm at right now as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm really similar. Like I found my passion for children's hospitals and working with children because I myself was hospitalized and Mm -hmm. I got to see how that impacted my family. So for any listeners that are maybe about to enter that Miss Teen USA interview or their state interview and are thinking that they have to kind of fit a formula uh-huh. or they're wondering, oh, well, Haley, what what should I say when they ask me what I'll do as Miss Teen USA? What do you say to those people? Well, as a Van Bose girl, which you know, mm-hmm. like we had that mock interview in Dallas and I remember being so stressed out at that because um, the notes I kept getting from everyone throughout the year was that like I wasn't high energy enough or I wasn't like teen enough. After that interview, I just felt like so broken and so down, and I just felt like I'm just not what they're looking for at all. And it was that moment in Dallas that I decided to do it for myself. And you know, I was going to give answers that were honest, and I wasn't going to try to fit to a mold. And I think that's like the key to interview is like not even thinking about the mold and just giving honest, honest answers. Exactly. Like, for me, one of the questions, one of the judges frustrated me just a little bit because she asked me if, like, 
Princeton students thought um, that me doing pageantry was bad or if they had like looked down at me because of it. And just for her to like make that assumption about like the academic environment and that like just because I was involved in pageantry, I'd face a lot of clash at school made me a little bit angry. And I was kind of like defensive for my class. And I remember telling her like people like that um, are really open-minded and they know well enough to look past a stigma. Mm-hmm. And I think that like assertive response is one of the things that inched me into the top 15. I love that you said that and you weren't afraid to <laughs> answer authentically. That's what Ooh. it's all about. It's like if if you have the opportunity to, heaven forbid, be addressing a stereotype in your interview, that's awesome. Like take the bull by the horns and do it. And I love that you did that. I didn't know that story. <laughs> That's fantastic. I also, I always encourage people when they ask me if it's like sliding into my DMs or talking to Van Bros girls. And for the listeners who don't know what that is, our state directors, as within the Miss Universe organization, have a few different states. And so they have their their little names for their directorship. And ours were Van Bros. And they had Nebraska and Kansas. So Kate, uh, Haley and I are both Vambrose girl. So when people ask me about formulas or how to best prepare, I say, you know, prepare to the best of your ability and nobody knows you better than you. And if you are asked about a current event or something like that, I always say, obviously study up. But if they ask you about the one thing that happened last night on the news that you haven't heard about yet, you're only a person and being able to be strong-willed and confident in yourself to say, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I've listened to so much news and read so much news that of course you asked me about the one thing I don't know. That's so embarrassing. I'm really sorry, but at this point I have no idea what you're talking about. I think that shows more integrity and more confidence, fake preparing an answer for Mm -hmm. a generic interview question. What do you say to people like that if they were to be asked about current events that they're not knowledgeable about? Or have you had an instance like that? Um, I mean, I think you hit the nail on that. (laughs) Just like owning up and being honest and saying like I – and especially being like a person about it and not saying like I don't have that answer at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) um, Because that's something I think that helped me in both – my state level and like nationals is um realizing that like the judges are also only people and they mm-hmm. want to see a person that is likable. They're right. not like these like higher beings that are mm-hmm. here to like select the one girl that's meant to win. Like they're also just people and you want to be like the person that they'd like to grab a cup of coffee with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think just being honest and like authentic and relatable is really the way to go. Amen. And that can transcend into interviews for colleges or when you're talking to your professors, they're just a person too. They have kids, they're a kid, Mm -hmm. they're an aunt and uncle, you know, they're just people. And for me, that's impacted how I interact with everyone I've met this year, whether that's people through Best Buddies or Smile Train, as you mentioned earlier, or even celebrities. We're all just people. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to remembering that. And it's it's kind of funny. You know, I've had a lot of people ask, who's the favorite person you've met this year? And I'm like, hmm, you know they're talking about the celebrities, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm like, let me really think about this because I'm not sure. I think the founder of Project Sunshine is one of the coolest people I've met, but that's not the answer they're looking for. They're looking yeah. for celebrities. So I'm going to ask you, who's the favorite person you've met this year? Oh, goodness. Um, can I give multiple answers? Of course. You can do whatever you want. I would say first off, the staff behind Smile Train. Um, and I'm actually um, working with them in the future, potentially. 
But um, I've never met a group of people that are more passionate about their cause and what they're doing. And um, Smile Train is a charity that provides funding for cleft lip and palate surgeries in developing countries and areas. So um, I got to go to New Mexico with a representative to meet with um, some of the recipients of like their work in a Navajo area mm. of New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And these were some of just the sweetest, like happiest kids and the most beautiful families I'd ever met. Mm-hmm. So I think Smile Train and just like the people involved with them, if I can count that as a collective person. And course. I mean, like, I feel like this is a very cheesy answer. But That's fine. I would say like also you, Demi, and Kat, just because Aww. like. I, I love the cheese. <laughs> I did not know you like very well, even though we had what one shoot together, mm-hmm. like pre USA Team USA. And now like you're getting married and I get to go to your wedding. <laughs> like I'm sure you'll be at like my graduation someday. You know, like mm-hmm. now I have people that I'm close to that I can count as family that I didn't know before this. Oh, exactly. I love that. And that also have similar like-minded goals and bigger aspirations than themselves. Mm-hmm. And also going through like this whole experience as Miss Teen USA, um, it's so nice to have like people that understand everything that the job encompasses. <laughs> it's such a unique field and nobody really understands it unless they've been there Mm -hmm. exactly like moving to new york or being in college and taking the train up to new york city every once in a while or on the drop of a hat i know this week we had an event where you came up on a weeknight a school night yeah i got out of um class around three i hopped on the train (laughs) and then i went back at about 10 for class the next morning which is amazing so for all of our listeners that are about to potentially be interviewing or competing for Miss Teen USA, can you give them a little tidbit of overall what your years look like or something that you were the most surprised about by being Miss Teen USA that you would have never expected? Yeah, um, I think I was very surprised initially about the staff at MUO because um, it was so refreshing to have them like sit down and say like, what do you want your year to look like? Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect to have so much of a say in, like, my brand or the kind of events I would be at, which has been amazing. Like, I remember one time we had an option of going to, like, a very glamorous event or speaking for global citizens. Mm -hmm. And we ended up speaking for global citizens, which is um, about civic engagement, which is, like, an issue very close to my heart as someone who can just now vote and has been, like, really interested in politics. So just, like, the staff and how they take into account, like, who we are as people when planning out our years – I did not expect that, and to learn that and experience that was just wonderful and refreshing. Mm-hmm. How has Kansas responded? What are the best events you've had to do in Kansas? The initial response that I got from my home state was via socials. I got so many DMs saying, like, I know your mom, or, like, DMs when I posted something at a coffee shop, <laughs> like, my former teacher saying, like, oh, my God, you go here. I love this one. Oh. But, um... The community response. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Kansas. I love Wichita. I think the event (laughs) I loved the most was during my homecoming. And the (laughs) fact that they scheduled this into my homecoming cracked me up. I got to go to a puppy festival. Oh, Like, think Coachella for dogs. In in Wichita? (laughs) In Wichita. That's so cute. Can we go this year? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Listeners, let's all go to the puppy festival. What did you get to do? 
I kid you not, I walked around for about an hour and a half and I just played with dogs. Were they people's actual dogs or were they dogs that could be adopted? No, like owners bought them. There were some that could be adopted too, but they were so cute. And I have like the cutest photos from it too. Oh, did your family take one home? No. I have two very rowdy pups at home already. (laughs) Funny thing, you guys, about Haley is yes, she loves dogs. So if there's a dog account on Instagram, I promise you she already follows it. Or if not, if you send it to her, she'll follow it and then she'll find all the dog memes and send them to you or sometimes, you know, like gifts and text messaging. It's the best. And don't you take pictures of dogs on campus and stuff too and put them on your story? Oh my gosh, I took a Snapchat of a dog on my way here. (laughs) Okay, so Snapchat or Instagram stories? There's like a different culture between the two. Tell me more because I'm now feeling old. (laughs) So Snapchat is like – more personable like it's not really for the fans it's more just like for you and your friends can any can fans follow you on snapchat yeah yeah okay so like if i want all of my friends to see something i'll put it on my story if i want to send like a goofy picture to my family or like my friends i'll do that um instagram is more like for your audience i feel like but also um snapchat has like stories of just random things that you can subscribe to like culture like food or my personal favorite puppies so like before I go to bed every night I just go on Snapchat and I look at videos of dogs for like a solid 10 minutes every night that's hilarious and whenever I'm like stressed out or sad that's like one of the things I do to just chill myself out that's so sweet does Princeton ever bring animals on campus I remember at TCU we'd have like random camels on a Wednesday (laughs) pump day or we'd have little puppies in the commons area during finals and all of that I loved that yeah they they bring puppies to like the student center but um my personal favorite thing in terms of like dogs in Princeton are the (laughs) locals because they're so nice and they literally like want you to pet their dog like I've been asked multiple times if I wanted to pet someone's dog and like I've met some of them and I like know them by name now. Like there's um <laughs> there's the cutest little bulldog I see or <laughs> there's this pug I ran into where um it's sad. No, it's sad. He has arthritis. Aww. So his owners walk him for ten minutes and then push him in a stroller for ten minutes and that's alternating so cute. How old is this pug? Uh very old, I think. That's hilarious. Okay. If you could have any dog, what would you have? Go. I can't just pick one. I can't just pick one. I have, I have a list of three, though, that I'm going to have by the time I'm 30. Oh, typical Haley. I wanted a rapid fire, and she's like, <laughs> got this full plan. <laughs> Teacup pug, so I can carry it around in the purse. Oh, cute. Um, so that's your college dog. That's my college okay, dog. Okay, next. Um, English bulldog, just because, like, wrinkles. So oh, many of them. So cute. And then Bernadoodles, the ones we kept seeing in Boston, because they're just, like, so fluffy and so My big. niece is a Bernie Doodle. I don't have a human niece. I have a Bernie Doodle niece. Her name is Coco, and she's huge and fluffy. <laughs> so cute. So cute. And did you grow up with dogs? Uh, yes. I named my first dog Snowflake, and it was a black lab. <laughs> I didn't know this. I had, I had a black bunny. When I was in elementary school and I named it Skittles. <laughs> what is wrong with us? That makes no sense at all. And here we are, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA. It's a very imaginative. Creative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Go us. That's fantastic. So I feel like people are most fascinated by the fact that you are at an Ivy League school and you're also Miss Teen USA. 
So I know you mentioned your planner and color coding things, but what about your social life? How do you manage all of it? Or do your priorities change throughout the year depending on your season? Or how has that been? I was not prepared to go to Princeton as Miss Teen USA. So I think it took me like a solid few months, uh, maybe in like a whole semester to find a friend group that I trusted and I felt really safe in. But now like I have four or five friends that I eat dinner with every night. Like if I go out, it's always with them. And um, I really just value like my energy and I like to keep everything around me positive because just being at Princeton is stressful enough. And I want friends that like I can support and they can support me. And I, I don't doubt that I have a great group now. Like one of my best friends last night told me he was going to walk me down the aisle at my wedding with my father. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so goofy. Did you say no? No, I said yes. I love him. No. Oh my gosh. That is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Being being very um, progressive minded. I'm like traditional in the fact that my daddy has got to walk me down the aisle. Alternative, he can be my man of honor. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, that's totally a thing. I've been seeing a lot of that. You can do that. Hmm, that works. There we go. Anywho, any any overall advice that you'd give? I feel like most of our listeners are going to be contestants, right? Because it's Miss USA and Miss Teen USA. Yeah. Whether they're competing in their local level or state level, what's your best advice for the preparation? Overall, all phases of competition. Ooh, you mean like long-term preparation? Sure. Um... I think for me, um, the things I would have told myself going back are enjoy it, don't be too hard on yourself, and just like embrace who you are. Mm -hmm. Because, um, like going in, I did not think I was going to win, but what I did know is that I was just going to be myself on that stage. And I think that it's that like fearless, just like fun quality mm -hmm. and me just like enjoying my experience that helped me bring the crown home. Absolutely. My goal was top 15. So everything from there was a cherry on top. And that's why I was just 110% dancing on that stage, being my authentic self, because I wanted to soak up every single moment too. Mm -hmm. And I did. I remember every little moment, every feeling who I was looking at, except for when I won. But what were <laughs> – except for that. That I blacked out. <laughs> what were your expectations or what was your goal going into competition for that headspace? Yeah. Um. My goal was just to not compare myself to any of the other girls because I feel like that's a struggle going in because, you know, they're 50, like, beautiful, talented, extremely intelligent right. women. So I think it's better to look at it as just, like, a celebration of women mm -hmm. instead of, like, comparing yourself to, like, this girl or the other one because everybody brings something different to the table and, like, you are not, like, the stay next to you. So – my goal was just to like not get in my own head and to really mm -hmm. just enjoy it and like celebrate the women around me instead of comparing myself to them. I love that. It's not a competition among states. It's a celebration of women. That is such a good line. Thank you. We need to make that a logo somewhere. <laughs> I'm in love with that. Um, I completely agree and I understand where you're coming from there. But when you say your goal is to not compare yourself to others, of course, that's something that it's easier said than done, right? Mm -hmm. So when you caught yourself thinking, oh my gosh, her outfit is so cute and I wish I had a better outfit or 
I don't know. That was a great example question on stage that she just had. What What did you do to help yourself pull yourself back into that healthy headspace? I think, well, calling my mom every single night was definitely up there. Um, And just reminding myself about, like, the things that I thought were really cool about me. Like, I was on cloud nine because I had gotten into Princeton, which Mm -hmm. is my dream school, like, a month or two before the competition. I was also admitted to my second choice, which is Yale. So, for Mm -hmm. me, like, you know, those were my, like, big hitters coming in. And those Mm -hmm. were things I was really excited about. So, it was just, like – reminding myself like yes this girl is amazing and like these are the cool things I've done as well absolutely and one way that I did that before going to Miss USA is I actually wrote them down in my notes in my phone just a few characteristics that made me unique Mm -hmm. and that I could be happy about because it's so sad people ask rapid fire what's your biggest insecurity go um I think because of ballet probably my body Okay, mine's my arms. Isn't it pathetic how quickly we could answer that? Yeah. Now, if we were to rapid fire, what's your favorite part about yourself? Um, I like my eyes. I get them from my mom. Oh, see, good job. But unfortunately, a lot of women in our society or young girls would hesitate to answer that question because we don't fixate enough on the fact that we need to love ourselves. Yeah. Um, one thing, I have this program in Kansas called self Posi. It's short for self-positive. And I, like, go around to elementary and middle schools and, like, talk to girls about this topic. And during spring break, I was at this one fifth-grade class. And one thing I make them do, especially if I'm in a small group, is have them each share, like, a thing they like about themselves um, that's internal and then a thing that's external. And, like, every girl's able to say something internal. Like, I'm good at sports. I'm really smart. Mm -hmm. I, like, I love my family. I'm nice to people. But it breaks my heart. There's so many girls that, like, stop and tell me, like, I don't have anything for external. But in this classroom, like, what really filled my heart is that, like, the girls would raise their hands and they'd say, like, I have one for her. And then they'd tell her, like, you're pretty. Or they'd tell her, like, your hair is beautiful. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that's really a testimony to how – we don't teach girls young enough to mm-hmm. do this. So to be in that classroom and to like see that reaction to girls not being able to come up with um, an external quality was really heart-filling. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then there's that line of if you are confident and you do love certain things about yourself, well, then when are you cocky or when are you arrogant? Yeah. And then how do you toe that line of confidence and loving yourself versus being considered self, self-righteous? self mm-hmm. And so I hate that we have those stigmas too in our society. And I think that's one of the many things with this women empowerment life that we and generation that we get to be living in is so awesome that we can hopefully tear down those stigmas. I agree. I loved getting to chat with you today. And I know for our listeners, Haley at this point is still Miss Teen USA. Yeah. And tell me in three emotions – what it'll feel like when you crown the next one. Um, (laughs) I think I am going to be a little bit sad because, as you know, like this has become a big part of our lives for this past year. Mm -hmm. And we've met some amazing people that we will not see as frequently. Um, I think I'm excited for the future and what's next for me. And I think the last word would just be grateful. Absolutely. I love that. 
And so our listeners can stream in to watch Haley crown the new Miss Teen USA 2019, April 28th. And then you can watch me crown the next Miss USA, May 2nd, live on Fox. And it is definitely a bittersweet feeling, but just such an honor that we had this opportunity. And for those listeners that are about to compete or that have competed and maybe feel defeated, I want to remind you, yes, you were listening to Haley Colborn, Miss Teen USA 2018, but you were also listening to Miss USA 2018, me, and I competed at Teen USA in 2012 and I did not place. So if you were feeling defeated, be encouraged by that. I didn't win my first pageant. I didn't make the top 15. There's always improvement and don't get down on yourself or compare yourself to others because it will steal your joy. And where can our followers continue to learn more about you after you are no longer Miss Teen USA? Uh, Instagram, Haley Colburn, H-A-I-L-E-Y-C-O-L-B-O-R-N. And you already mentioned your Snapchat. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. You can go ahead and follow Haley on Instagram or get lots of pictures of puppies mm-hmm. on Snapchat. <laughs>